0: Good morning, good day, good evening. Welcome back to episode 107 of Tech for Tea, and I have a cat on my lap. I wonder if he's going to make some noise. Did you scratch your head on the mic? What are you going to do? No, nothing? Okay. Well, yeah, Chase is on my lap right now. We'll see how long he sticks around for. Uh, I, I have my doubts. He's probably going to decide he doesn't want to be here, and then just ruin my recording and try to leave literally in the middle of me trying to do stuff. But it is what it is. I believe in, I believe in like a month, maybe maybe half a month. I don't, I don't know when. At some point, his owner is going to come and like take him back because I, I didn't actually know why we were like looking after Chase. My understanding now is that the owner of this cat was building a new house or something like that, or for whatever reason they didn't have a uh, a place that accepted cats. So, we're looking after him, basically, um, until they got all of their shit sorted. And then, yeah, no more chase in my videos. But that was going to happen regardless, anyway, because it's... Let me just check. Uh, Days until 1st of June. 1st of June is when I am moving. That is 76 days, 9 hours, 10 minutes, and 41 seconds. So, it'll be... Right about 64. No, 68 days. Right about 68 days by the time uh, that you guys see this. And then at some point, after all that's done, then I'll be at the new place and the internet will be good again. We're going to have a 100 by 40 connection. No more dealing with this absolute train wreck I'm dealing with right now. And uh, yeah, also uh, a quiet house, which will be nice. (laughs) I've mentioned before, I I think I've mentioned before on the podcast... Uh, I'm moving in with one of my mates. He works in the mines. He's not there like every other week. So basically it's it's pretty much just like I have a a house to myself with an occasional roommate. Which you know what is a pretty good deal for me. Are you just is that where you're gonna chill now, Chase? Okay, that's fine. That's a new one. Usually he's like laying on my lap, like trying to claw up my fucking neck. This time he decides to hold up half his body weight. On my my chair's armrest. I feel like he's gonna get bored of that one fairly quickly. Unless he decides to start clawing at the armrest, which to be honest, uh I don't know if you can guys can see... no you can't because Chase's head's in the way. Uh this this armrest here is a little bit uh not good. So I'm probably gonna end up replacing it at some point. Because I want to get to the new place, I want to do like a standing desk as well because if you guys think that i like wave my arms too much when i'm recording regular videos man just wait until <laughs> wait until i have the ability to record a video and pace at the same time you have no idea what is in store for this channel so i wouldn't better use the shore for that obviously because the shore like if i go slightly off axis like this it sounds kind of horrible uh, i'll probably end up doing either either i'll I'll I don't know maybe no can can uh, condenser actually a condenser might work if I swap back to my my older mic my uh, my audio not audio technica my whatever the old mic was I've I've talked about it before the one that I used to have here before I had the Shure I think that could work but another option is getting a a lavalier mic um First option is better, not because it's better audio, just because it's cheaper and it's less money to spend. Um, But I'll I'll, I'll find some setup to make it so I can pace and record videos at the same time. What are you doing? What are you doing, Chase? Can you not stand on my nuts? Get on the bed. No, no, don't. Okay, you're going to go over there then. Sure, whatever. What are you doing, Kat? Um, Yeah, so I'll be pacing during video. Not during every video, but there are some videos where it doesn't require as much of a, I guess, focus on my notes. It's more of just like me ranting. And in those ranty videos, I think those are sort of like the absolute perfect videos to make them uh, standing videos. But I've wanted the standing desk for a long time anyway because I, I'm in my desk a, a lot of the day. So giving myself the opportunity to be able to like stand up and continue working, I feel like is a, a big plus. I have been trying to like. Don't rub your head on the capture on card to, cap to go up there. Uh, I've been trying to like go out for walks more often. Um, right now, I'm usually doing like three or four times a week, which you know isn't super amazing, but it's better than I was doing before. So it's certainly an upgrade, and uh, I'll make it. Can you stop rubbing your head and everything, cat? Stop. No, not on the power button. Get up here just going to be a video of me throwing the cat around <laughs> until I decide to eventually kick him out of the room. Nah, he's going to chill on the bed now. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, Yeah, so I'll probably end up doing something. Um, a condenser mic would work perfectly fine because I do plan to like foam up the room so we won't have as uh, as much of an echo we have in this room. <clears throat> this room could be worse if I didn't have carpet. Like, it's pretty bad because I have, like, fairly high ceilings. Um, but the carpet does dampen it. And the fact that it's a really small room and I have the bed here, that does deal with a lot of the echo this room otherwise would have. Because this room would be really, really bad otherwise. Stop rubbing your hair on that, Chase. I'm gonna kick you out soon. Um, yes, this room's echoey. Um,. I don't know if I'm to demonstrate it. Like, if I just—I don't know. Maybe if I like had the mic above me and then does something like that. I, I don't know. I-, I could I could work it out if I wanted to. But for now, it 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 just just know this room isn't the uh the the best recording situation. And because um you know I can't exactly put stuff on the walls here. Yeah, it- it's not much that I can do about it. Like I could put like I guess I could um. I guess I could have mounted like a a a a uh, what's it called like a a sheet or something which is like this this is a bed sheet in case anyone doesn't know. In case anyone's new here, um, this is a this is a bed sheet <laughs> or a mattress cover, I don't know what do you want to call it. Um, <clears throat> it's not a blackout curtain. It just serves the purpose of one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's such a fucking jank setup. Like my 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 setup is such a, like it's a weird combination of really expensive audio gear. Uh my 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 Shure, my mixer, uh my and my camera is a fairly entry camera. Like it's a $700 camera like you uh Australian so like 500. But that's still like fairly entry when you're getting into like the cam- like good camera market uh with like removable lenses and stuff. But then the stuff like this. This was like $10. <laughs> Or we have um, my earphones. My earphones. I've had these. I think these were fifty dollars, and I bought them seven years ago. (laughs) There, like the there are certain places where I'm happy to spend money. Other places where I'm going to spend literally as as little money as is physically possible. Watching this cat. Is he going to start biting my curtains again? He likes to do that. What are you doing? What are you doing, Chase? Nothing. No, you scratch crush it. You head in the bottle. Okay, that's fine. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But we have we have some topics for today. So you won't notice this change, but I've actually completely changed out my audio setup. Uh, I'm I'm no longer using pulse audio. Oh, I'm I'm using pulse audio, but not in the 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 regular sense of the word. Um. I'm now actually using Pipewire again. I used to use Pipewire probably probably a year. when did I when did I do my Pipewire videos? I want to check now. Um I want to say about a year ago, but I used to use Pipewire and I I I felt like it was pretty good. I had some issues with it and some of those issues really got in the way of um of of how my how my streaming setup worked. Um now I'm I'm approaching it in a a better way, um. So it should go better this time. So this one came out. Oh my god! I'm going to show you this. Uh, here we go. Thumbnail's not. The thumbnail's okay, I guess. Oh god. Oh, it's gone. Why is it gone? Why are you gone? Hey, why are you gone? What? What? Don't don't be gone. Oi! Don't bite the cable. Um. Stop biting cable. Uh, oh my god, cat! Stop biting the damn cable. Um, here we go. This is the wrong, the wrong ob, the, the wrong screen. Uh, now you're seeing my YouTube, the the wrong YouTube. Why you see? Wait, what the what the fuck? Which one is it? Which? Wait, wait. Eh, this one. There we go. Okay, now we're good. Um, that is a. That is a very low camera angle with a camera set up very poorly and lighting not done correctly. Uh, that that <laughs> that was a while ago, but this was on April 2nd. This is when I I lo- I guess I switched a little bit earlier, but this is basically when I was last um last using Pipewire. Should I going to change the light to be the same as that. So I guess it's that one and that one? No, that one and that one. What the fuck color. Oh! Oh, because I had my lighting set up in such a bad way. Yeah, that's red. Um, <clears throat> okay, you can't see it. Oh, yeah, there we go. You can see my mouse. <clears throat> that light, I guess it's the other way around. Um, that one? It, yeah, there we go. Um, that light on the right hand side, that is actually Red. Wow, my camera was set up. It's not set up perfectly right now, but wow, it was really bad back then. <laughs> like exceptionally bad. Now I'm just really shiny uh because I don't have the air conditioner on. I probably should put it on. Um but yeah, I was last using it about a year ago. Uh so far, I don't really have anything anything negative to really say about it. Um it's been working basically uh, as, as I might expect it to work. Like, it's been absolutely rock solid. I guess the main benefit I have, <clears throat> this is why I swapped to it, is mainly to have the jack management. To have it so I don't have to have all of my desktop audio being routed through the exact same thing. So normally on Linux, the way to Linux audio, I guess Windows audio works like this out of the box as well. No, I think you can separate it on Windows... Can you? I don't know. Anyway, uh, the way Linux audio works out of the box, at least with Pulse Audio, is all of your desktop audio is being treated as the same thing. So if I have a a game playing, let's say I'm playing Elden Ring, and then I have some music going and I have a Discord call going, from OBS's perspective, the only way to capture that is capturing them all at once. They all come in in the exact same audio feed, and this is fine. Like, you can deal with this. But then you have to go and manage your mixer board outside of OBS, and it's just not a good experience. If you want to apply filters to specific parts, maybe you want to apply, like, you know, noise gates and things like that, you you literally cannot do it. Because you're going to affect everything, and in some cases, some of those filters, like in the case of music... If you apply a noise gate to that, because your audio for music is probably gonna be fairly low, it might cut out the music entirely or be like cutting in and out. It's just not a good experience. But by splitting them out, this is what Jack lets me do. I can go and create Jack clients inside of OBS and then directly route that application into the Jack client. So then I have all of these separate audio channels inside of OBS. And I can go and control each of them separately. This honestly is a, a really big upgrade, um, and also allows me to do things like I have the. Can I can I can I get it here without breaking stuff? Maybe no, I can't. oh uh, no, I can't. Yeah, it's plugged in too much. Uh, I've got my my capture card, my Eva Media Live Game Portable. This is what I use to capture um, PS Four content on my. Uh, Currently dead gaming channel. Um, It's not dead. We have shorts going up. Oi! Don't attack that. Stop it. Um, Ava Media. Yes. So, I always have this plugged in. So, this is connected to my PS4. And it does do HDMI pass-through. Stop attacking the cables. Um, HDMI pass-through. So it allows me to go and send the audio or send the video directly to my monitor and also directly into being captured. That's fine. But there's a problem with that. Oh, not a problem with that. A problem with the other part. The audio that comes out of it is also being sent over HDMI through HDMI ARC or whatever it's called nowadays. So I can get audio out of my monitor. But if you've used monitor speakers, you would know you don't want to do that. I could go and like hook up speakers to the monitor and route the audio through that or something like that. I don't want to do that though because then I have to go and like buy extra stuff and I don't want to do that. Um, I could also go and plug earphones directly into the Ava Media because that I can, I can like monitor the audio directly on that. Problem with that though is the AverMedia uh, it has volume controls. They don't work. I don't know if they're supposed to work. But they just don't work, uh, so can't do that either. Unless I want to blow out my eardrums, or use a pair of headphones or earphones that have their own built-in volume controls, which I don't have, except for my 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 J Bird X3s Bluetooth earphones. What do you? Yeah, J Jay, uh, X... Uh, Bird X2 or X3. I don't know. And a very old uh, model of the J uh, the J Birds at this point. Um. Um X3? Yeah, X3s. When do you what you did come out? 2016. Jeez, I came out in 2016. I think I've had them since basically 2016 as well. Um anyway, what I do now is I take the audio from the EVA Media and then just route it through the output on my system. So now I can listen to audio from the PlayStation through my uh my my system. My system output, leaving the speakers attached to my computer, everything works fine. The other option I had, this is what I was doing back when I was on pulse audio. This added an extra delay and wasn't a great experience. Basically, I was using the monitor feature in OBS. You can actually like monitor audio and uh, listen to it through that. Usually, uh, usually you would use this to like uh, reverb your voice back into your face. And then, like, into your ears, face, what, it, what, You know what I mean. And, you know, check your audio levels, things like that. Uh, I was just using it to play games. Which, if you've ever tried to play, like... If you've ever tried to use the OBS feed, like, the video feed to play games, it's like that, but not as bad. The audio feed has a bit of delay... But it's certainly not completely unusable delay. Now it's considerably better because it's being de- routed. It's being routed basically through the most direct path I can make. So all of uh, all of that stuff is a really great upgrade. And because I'm using QPW graph to do this, this is basically a. I can show you what it looks like actually. Um, QPW graph is it basically takes the um, the audio graph functionality and audio patch based functionality from QJackCTL and then puts it into like a standalone application. Do you have screenshots on your GitLab? Of course you don't. Why would you? Why Why would you have screenshots on your GitLab? That would only be convenient. <laughs> Stop it. What? Here's a, here's a uh, thing I want every every single developer to do. If you have a project that you can screenshot please 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 add a screenshot to the repo uh luckily though we have a screenshot from gaming on linux so thank you liam you've saved the day so yeah this is basically what it looks like you can go on like route stuff wherever you want and because it's not just an audiograph uh audiographs let you go and reroute your audio it's also a audio patch bay if you go and save it and then activate the patch bay you can have stuff being automatically reconnected. That's where it gets really useful. So I can go and unplug, replug in my Ava media. It instantly gets reconnected. So it's routing both to OBS and also to uh, my system audio. I can have, like, I can open and close browsers. It'll get automatically rerouted to OBS. I can start up Discord call. and Yes, OBS. I can start up Discord calls. I can do basically everything I want. And everything is just automatically set up I love it it's great especially with the browser thing because with my Media, as long as I don't unplug it the connection won't be I guess disconnected but in the case of a browser or like MPV or audio or anything like that as soon as you stop playing the audio a couple of seconds later it closes the process because there's no point keeping the audio process open if, uh, you know, there's, there's no audio coming through it. What are you doing, Chase? You know if I'm good? Good boy. What, what was that for? Don't attack me. <laughs> you an arsehole. Anyway. <laughs> this cat. This cat is evil. He just jumped up on the bed. He's like, no, I'm going to swipe at you. Did he... I didn't cut me this time. I've got a bunch of cuts on my hands from this cat. <laughs> oh. Anyway, that's my my pipe wire setup. Probably in the next, I don't know, week or two weeks, whenever I get around to doing it, I will have a, a follow up video on my pipe wire thoughts. So far, they're positive. Uh, so far, I just don't have anything negative to say. They just, it just works. And that's great. Because pipe I I've been saying this for a while. PipeWire is the future of Linux audio. Like you can say whatever you want about oh, extra layers, oh, just post pu- audio is bad. We should just build something entirely from the start. It doesn't matter what you say. PipeWire is the future of Linux audio. It may not be the future till the end of time, and that's fine. That's totally fine. But PipeWire is going to be the next step we take to make Linux audio genuinely good. Just Jack by by itself does have benefits if you're doing professional-level audio. I totally get that. Pipewire can add in a bit of extra delay that might get in the way of those workloads. Totally fine. But for general Linux usage, like if you use Linux to watch videos, to play games, to go on Discord calls, to use a computer like a regular person uses a computer... PipeWire is replacing standalone pulse audio, and it's not just for <clears throat> not just for Wayland video management, which is one of the big things that's pushing it. It's also just generally for audio, because if you're going to be doing all of your your <clears throat> screen capturing, all your screen cap screen capture video stuff, all of that with PipeWire. You might as well make the audio stuff good as well and not have to worry about having a pipe wire which has audio and video functionality and then just throw in Pulse Audio for seemingly no reason as well. It's not perfect. It needs polish in, in some ow, in some minor ways and some people have said they've had problems with it. I know from what I've heard, Bluetooth might still be an issue in some cases. Um, Those Jaybirds I mentioned before... They're like wireless earbuds, not like true wireless. They're the the wireless ones that have like a cable between them, which is my preferred wireless, um, oh, wire wire minim, minimal 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 wire, we'll say minimal wire. That's what we'll call them from now on. Minimal wire earphones. And that they, I only use them on my 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 PC. I use them with my phone when I work, and I don't want to hear people at work because I don't want to hear people at work. Anyway. Um, that's enough for Pipewire. I want to talk about something that is basically, I think it happened yesterday? Day before. Um, YouTube Vanced. YouTube Vanced is dead. Uh, YouTube Vanced. Here we go. Uh, I didn't add a link for this one. So, Google forces YouTube Vance to shut down due to legal reasons. Now, there has not been any confirmation on what these legal reasons actually are. All we know is they have shut down, and there are some things they have said on their Twitter which sort of align with what's going on. So, they gave a statement to The Verge saying... We were asked to remove all references to YouTube, change the logo, and and remove all links to YouTube products, which, from my understanding, basically sounds like a cease and desist. Uh, They didn't say cease and desist in those terms, but it's basically a cease and desist, especially when your entire product is based around, you know, being a YouTube app. Actually, I should mention what YouTube Advanced is for anyone who's, you know, out of the loop, who has no idea what Advanced is. So, there are plenty of these third-party YouTube applications, things like NewPipe, there's um, websites like NVIDIAs, and there's a bunch of other services that do all of this same sort of stuff. Uh, I'm sure someone's going to mention one of them down in the comment section down below when I probably clip this. So, Advanced is a little bit different to things like NewPipe. NewPipe is a standalone application which integrates with the YouTube API and it does basically stuff in the similar way to, like, YouTube DL, for example. NewPipe took... Uh, sorry, newpipe Vanced, Vanced took the YouTube application, that proprietary application made by Google, and then basically reverse... Not reverse, engineer it. Uh, decompiled it and applied patches to it. Now, this is very, very questionably... Um, good. Um, <laughs> it's possibly against the YouTube TOS. I don't... I, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not the one to ask about that, but from my understanding it would be against the YouTube TOS. So basically, since their inception, they were working on fairly thin ice. Like, they weren't going to get... From what we saw, they weren't going to get shut down anytime soon, but now they have. So, when I mention there are things that are going on on their Twitter... I will find the tweets in question. In question, here we go. Is it Dish one? Where's the shutdown tweet? Shutdown tweet is. Did it? delete the. Delete. The, did they delete the shutdown tweet? I can't speak. No, it's still embedded, so it can't be deleted. Did I just scroll past it? because I'm dumb. Um, maybe yes. <laughs> So, one of the things they, they did is they released an NFT collection. This, I be, I want to say, was on. I want to say 17th of February. 16th or 17th of February. I don't have. I don't remember the exact date. So, they released this collection. A few days later, they posted. Oi. Uh, they posted. I should really just. Oh, I have a second tab open. Shh. Uh, they posted this one right here. Yo, guys, have you checked out the new Vance update? And this is a link to the GitHub containing NewPipe. So people f- were thinking maybe there was going to be like a partnership between the two projects or anything like that. Uh, turns out that wasn't the case. But these happened... These happened at a weird time. Because then just after that... They also went and renamed the project from YouTube Vance to Vanced, and changed their logo from a logo that looks very, very dangerously similar to the YouTube logo to the new logo they're using now. So, this happened back all in around the middle of February, the middle to like latter half of uh, February. So, that all makes sense. Then, you know, they went on doing their things for a while. Posting jokes about the NFTs. For the record, the NFT collection was... They say a joke collection. Um, <clears throat> By joke, what they mean is... They had this NFT collection. They were selling it. And then... It was a joke. That That's that's the joke. They, they made it and they sold it. I don't know what the joke is there. But they made it as a joke apparently. And, and previously they weren't accepting donations in a direct way. Now, someone had informed me because it turns out the guys who moderate the Vance Wiki are not Vance Wiki, the Vance Reddit are giant liars. So they say and have said multiple times that Vance does not accept donations. So even going back to uh, February 16th, you can only support Vance using Brave or AdGuard affiliate links. Someone mentioned to me that there is a, or there at least there was a support link, a a a donation link built into the Vance app manager, which is the way that you uh, you download Vance. So the download manager, app manager, whatever they call it is a separate application from Advanced itself. The downloader is open source. Obviously, the other part isn't, because then they would have been taken down quite a while ago. <clears throat> so, yeah, apparently there's a donation inside of that. But this happened, as mentioned, middle of February. They they changed all of their their details, men- uh, got rid of all the references to YouTube, but then they announced a couple of days ago that they are shutting down. So, my assumption is that because, like, this is what I mentioned in my video that I did that YouTube. The thing, okay, the thing is with these third party clients, a lot of companies don't like them existing. Like, Discord isn't a fan of a lot of these third party clients, Spotify isn't a fan of many of them, YouTube isn't a fan of many of them, but usually nothing gets done. The point at which something gets done is when there is a monetary incentive to do so. So there's always a cost associated with people using a third-party application as opposed to your main application. The cat wants to go outside. Give me two seconds. And usually, if it's too expensive to get rid of the third-party application, or it's not there's no... It's not monetarily viable. Basically, if the cost to get rid of it is higher than the amount of money being lost from it existing, usually it's just going to be left alone. Like, let's... Okay, let's say, for example, that you have a a third-party YouTube app that has five people using it. This app is probably losing YouTube... What? A couple of dollars a year? And the amount of money to go in, like contact their legal like contact like the youtube legal team get them to write up a cease and desist it costs more money to write up that letter than it does to let the platform let the third party app continue existing but when you have you know 100,000 200,000 users maybe there is a lot more <clears throat> a lot more money being lost from that but then when you also have an app that is accepting donations, has affiliate links, and making money off of NFTs, well, there's a lot of money there. There is a lot of money there that is potentially being lost by the business. And at that point, maybe it becomes, you know, financially viable to follow this through. But the thing is with the the follow-up, it's not just the writing the letter. It's also the, if you can... Sort of, if you can justify the legal expenses which might follow if that group tries to defend themselves. So, like, a cease and desist doesn't mean you have to just stop doing something. If you receive a cease and desist, you can go and fight this through court. I don't know the details on how you would do so, but when you receive a letter like that, you can go and fight it and claim that you are actually in the right here and use the legal system to your advantage. And that costs the company a lot of money as well. So, if they think there is a possible chance of a legal fight back against it, that raises the value, well, that raises the, I guess, required monetary gain of the removal of that application. And I guess that, I guess that uh, Vance finally surpassed that threshold and they started to get rid of it. Now, some people are blaming some other things that have happened, like how Huawei has specifically mentioned that Vance is a good way to get access to the YouTube application. Camera dive for a second there. Um, because Vance, uh, Vance... Huawei doesn't have access to the Google Play Store because... or oh, China Phone. Except I, I have... I have this. This is also a Chinese phone. It's just people don't like Huawei, which is a really... It's really strange the, like, the sort of... What's the word? The inconsistency on dealing with Chinese phone manufacturers. Like, no, Huawei bad, but Oppo is fine. <laughs> just like, okay. um, Sure. But Huawei doesn't have access to the Google Play Store, and um, this means no YouTube vance allows you to get the youtube app and yeah some people think that's the reason why it might have been taken down but they've been doing that for months it doesn't really line up with what's been happening uh also you had linus from linus tech tips mentioned that vance exists in a recent video mentioned that it ships with the youtube dislike extension which i've talked about before and i've I'm not getting into the stupid arguments that have happened around that application, uh, that, that that um that plugin. It ships with that, and some people think that YouTube actually cares about dislikes, like it's genuinely a big concern for them. I really don't think that YouTube cares if a app ships with a, you know, YouTube dislike information. That that's one of the least of their concerns. Some people have used that also to say that prior to Linus mentioning Vance, uh, Google didn't know about Vance, which is the most ridiculous statement I've ever seen because they have over 50,000 followers. And if I know about Vance and random people out there know about Vance, I guarantee the people who develop YouTube probably also know about Vance. But people are going to come up with any sort of copium to deal with their situation at the end of the day, I think the thing that set it off was the NFTs, and that was not a good plan whatsoever. Do not sell NFTs of art that you may you may own the art or you may have created the art or believe you the, that you own the art, but when it is very, very what's the word? Iterative? Derivative. Similar. One is very similar to another piece of art, and you're in the territory of infringing upon someone's copyright. Yeah, that's not a good plan, a good place to be in. Plus, they were co- they were using the name YouTube in the uh, the sale itself, which is a very big no no. So when you go on Twitter, you know how there's that thing where you can view your timeline not in order, you the, the, basically the wrong way. I'm trying to find my colors It's fine. Yeah, we'll go with that one. we we'll go back to pink. Um, or purple, whatever it is. You can view your timeline. Basically, not in order. I don't know why it's a feature. I don't know why you'd ever want to use it. Because, you know, when you want to go to Twitter, you want to find out what's happening recently. That's sort of the whole purpose of the platform. Um, but Twitter made a change and then rolled it back because it was a dumb change. Twitter rolls back its decision to force you into the out-of-order timeline. I don't know why the out-of-order timeline is genuinely even a thing. Like, why... Do you just... Do you look at your timeline like it's YouTube? Like, I, I don't get it. I don't know why anyone uses this. Maybe you use it like Reddit. We just want to like find out... Things that are generally popular that are recent that are happening recently, I guess you could do that, but I don't know. It it seems like it's a weird idea to try to force on people as being the uh, as being the default. Uh, The constant force uh, reversion, 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 reversion. I can't read. (laughs) To the home timeline, is Twitter's worst product design in ages? I'm here for the latest tweet, not the greatest tweets. Yeah, that's basically how anybody sensible would look at this. But the funny thing is that I didn't realize this even happened because I don't use the main Twitter client because I have TweetDeck, which is owned by Twitter. That's the funny thing. Like, you have a Twitter and they bought TweetDeck and TweetDeck is great. TweetDeck is honestly amazing. I don't know how Twitter has never ruined TweetDeck. But they use the main client basically to test out all of, like, the really dumb features that nobody wants. Uh, the addition of the tab is just a waste of space. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with there being a tab. Like, if you want to have the... Yeah, if you want to have Home, Be Stupid, and then Latest Tweets... Whatever. That's fine. I, I would prefer them to be the other way around. You have latest tweets being home and then great call it greatest tweets, for example, or whatever you want to call it. Um, most interactive, t- whatever, most active tweets, whatever you want to call it. It's so sad to see how these companies just don't give a fuck what their users slash customers want. The contempt Silicon Valley has for people not in their little bubble is amazing. Greed and contempt sickening. No, I think most people like, here's the thing. Most people using Twitter don't give a shit. Most people using Twitter would see this and be like, oh, okay. That's fine. It works as it is. But, as with most issues, there is a lot of really loud people that turns out loud people are right this time, but there are a lot of really loud people who will yell about everything that's happening. And the end of the chronological feed is why I stopped using Twitter. <laughs> Go to TweetDeck. It's better. But, I was saying, um, not yeah, not all the time the the lad people are right, but there is a there is certainly value in listening to them to at least hear what the complaints are. You don't have to always, I guess, apply that feedback, but you should always be listening to the feedback you are receiving. Let's see what uh, replies we get in here. Let's see how long it takes us yet to pawn. Um, Okay, yeah, people complain about TOS, that makes sense. Uh, most, not some, most want newest info first. Don't get it twisted, just let us have the recent tweets first. Shouldn't be that hard. Also, just don't use Twitter on mobile. Like, just stop it. Stop using social media on mobile, you just don't need to. Uh, let's see. Yeah, just people complain about things that have nothing to do. This is what happens every time with, like, a big tweet. Like, half the comments on it have literally nothing to do with the tweet itself. It's like advertising other things, complaining about the Twitter TOS, doing whatever it else uh, whatever else they want to be complaining about, but not talking about what's actually going on. <laughs> Speaking of not talking about what's going on, uh, Twitter did add something in to potentially, um, potentially address that. They've added, with YouTube deleting theirs, they've added... A downvote button. I'm trying to find a news story about it. Why are there only stories from four weeks ago? It was literally just added. Wait, what? Why are people complaining about it now? If it was added, wait, was it actually added four weeks ago? You know, people are just. people are just like, just realizing now? I love that people are complaining that it's a uh, a Reddit style update. I love that there are people that are. So so much Azuma that they think that Reddit created downvotes. <laughs> like they they have no idea what actually like how what's been going on, on the internet outside of like YouTube, Reddit, and Twitter, and they think that's the entire world. Man, imagine just imagine living in that that sort of a bubble. I kind of want to for a day, like just just temporarily. Just like I want to live in the mind of someone like Alex Jones for a day, I think, I think seeing seeing the world from that perspective for a short amount of time would be kind of exciting. <laughs> um, but yeah, Twitter now has downvote at least on uh, mobile. Uh, once again, uh, yeah, doesn't have them on desktop yet. Um, and once again, I use Tweet Deck, so I probably will never see them. There's actually this. Um, other implementation that's very similar to TweetDeck that I need to actually go and check out. It's called Modern Deck. Uh, here we go. Modern Deck, a more powerful Twitter experience. Basically, it's like TweetDeck but open source. Is the developer a furry? Okay, I think whatever. The developer's probably a furry. Um, and it's styled a lot like the the older versions of uh, of TweetDeck before Twitter took it over. And I believe it's a lot more themable as well. Um, should go and follow Modern Deck. Actually, here we go. So sorry, I've been uh, relatively quiet recently. Been dealing with stuff IRL. Going to be working on Modern Deck nine point four. Uh, finished up and ready for release soon. Appreciate everyone's patience. Yeah, I was actually looking at it recently. I had been updated in like I think, want to say two months. Um, yeah, about two months or so, and that got me a little bit worried because you know I wanted to look at this. I wanted to see if it was actually good, but if if it was just going to be dead, that's not really worth looking at. Then um, it was looked out by uh, Linux for everyone, and if she did a bigger picture, she would go. Like, it looks really, really cool. It's yeah. I I'm probably go- I'm going to check it out, and if it's if it's decent, um, yeah yeah. I'm probably going to go and swap to it from uh from using. Tweet deck. Because you look, like Tweet Deck's also good. Tweet deck's fine. But if I can use something that's literally just Tweet Deck, but open source. Why the hell not? Like why the hell not? <laughs> I I'm not I'm not a person who's like super dependent on something being open source, but if it's there, I might as well. Like honestly, I might as well. There's no harm in doing so. What else we got here? Oh, we have this um, we have this this mixer board from Razer. So it's not good. it's probably not gonna work on Linux. It... This, actually, come on, I. There's so much cool streamer hardware out there, but so much of it doesn't work on Linux. This is probably gonna require some specific. Uh, specific drivers like the GoXLR does because, you know, it, it deals with audio channels and stuff and, you know, if you don't have your audio channels set up, like if you don't have drivers to deal with those audio channels, you wouldn't be able to deal with it in any any reasonable way. But hey, it looks cool. It looks like a a good alternative to the GoXLR. So this one is $250 um, and they have a new key light, which is three hundred dollars. What is their chroma key light? Chroma key light is this? Obviously, being a key light, it's a face light. Which is this is not a? Please tell me it's not a colored face light. It's a colored face light, of course. <laughs> you know what? Maybe it's not that bad, actually. Uh, does it come with that stand, or is that a standalone stand? Standalone stand. Standless stand on the stand. All in one streamline, custom light spectrum. Doesn't say it, it comes with a stand. Oh, tech specs? Tech specs. Overview. This is a really terrible product page. Wow. Oh. Okay, the overview is a completely separate page. Are those Razor proprietary batteries? Okay, it has an app you can go and modify it with. Those are really thin lights. Jesus. Do the lights come with those stands? Or is it just the lights? I'm gonna say they probably don't come with the stands. But they might. Is that a, a like <clears throat> I have I have to guess. That's gotta be a a standard. Yeah, that's gotta be a standard um light mount. Surely. Surely they wouldn't do something stupid and use a proprietary mount. Let me have a look. Um but It doesn't clamp. Wait. No, that... Oh, it does come with that. Oh, that's actually really cool. Wow, that's... You know what? You know what? Maybe 300 isn't... 300 isn't entirely unreasonable. It comes with a really Rockstar-looking stand with a ball mount on it, which already this by itself would be a good 50 to 80 bucks, I would say. Um... Then the light. Let's see the 300 white 300k. Okay, that's at least that. That's a little bit too. I think that's a little bit too orange. I might be mistaken there, but um, three... I might be mistaken. I want 300k light. Uh, white light. Give me one second color temperature color temperature is confusing um white light temperature what c- temperature do you want for a white light uh okay it's actually dead center Yes it's on the it's on the oh wait no i got i got the scale backwards <laughs> I got the scale backwards. Um, Yeah, no, 3,000 is a perfectly functional point for a white light. Uh, And then up to 7,000K, which is a lot. Uh, 2,800. Fucking hell, that thing. Wait, 2,800 lumen? Fucking hell. Okay, that thing. That is actually a pretty substantial light. Um, Jesus. One thing I don't like... Okay, one thing I don't like about, you know, a lot of these more expensive lights is a lot of them use smartphone controls as the only control. I like my hardware controls. You can... get Like, if you go the actual, um, like, photography route with, with like, your lights and stuff, they have hardware controls. But in the gamer space, there is a lot of software-controlled stuff. Like, a lot of um, software and smartphone-controlled stuff, which... Is fine. Like it's it's convenient, but I don't want to have to bring up my phone just to go and control my lights. Um, It's always a cool option, but eh. Uh, Dimensions? That's not a dimension. That's a weight. Uh, Neither. Literally, neither of those are dimensions. Wait! (laughs) Wait! 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 (laughs) They are. They put the weight and dimensions in the wrong section. That's beautiful. 360 mil by 2... Fucking hell, that's a big light! Like, it looked big from, you know, where it was, but I didn't realise it was that big. That's a massive light! That's actually, uh... I don't think it has a... I don't think it has a light diffuser on it, though. But you could probably build up something pretty easily with that. Um, That's actually... Probably not a ridiculous price. All things considered. I've never used... I forgot Razor made a phone. I've never actually used Razor's uh, Razor's lights. I've been using my... um, If I can grab one of them now. These are very, very... Actually, I'll grab... You know, I'll grab this one. Uh, These are very, very entry lights. But they function. And that's that's what matters with your lights. Who cares if... uh, Who cares if they do much else? As long as they produce the good light. Yeah, there we go. Don't take the connect the, the, the mount with it. There we go. Ooh, oh ooh. <laughs> Uh oh. I'm blind now. Uh here we go. My my Niwa 176s. These are very not 300, 360 uh mil. Um actually you know what? Do I have a ruler around here? Uh actually you know what? Yeah, this is about I would say this is a about the same size as those lights. This is my light, okay? Just, just so you understand how stupid that that light is. <laughs> this is my light. That's a roughly how big one of those would be. I think it'd be a bit, a bit higher this way. That's fucking massive. <laughs> That's actually ridiculous. Can we even? I oh, can mount them here. I'm not gonna buy them, uh, because I, I don't like. When I, buy, when I buy whatever tech I want to buy, I, I like doing heavy research on it first. I'm not just going to buy it because, you know, name brand. That's not the sort of thing I do. So, hey, if they end up actually being genuinely good lights, you know, maybe I'll change up at some point. Um, but, I don't know. I don't really like the idea of having colored lights on my face anyway. I prefer having a more... I like my face being lit up in a somewhat natural way, having, like, natural colors on my face and then lights in the background. But I guess if you're an eagle and you have cat earphones, maybe you want to have lights on your face. I don't know. But fuck it, wait. 2,800 lumens with a blue light would be genuinely ridiculous. <laughs> like, that... That is actually stupid how bright that is. I want to say that's brighter than the old, like stupid setup I was using before. Um, Like, I used to have um, I used to have a, a lamp. Can I reach it from here? It's under the bed somewhere. I used to light up my backdrop. You can probably find this in my I wonder if i can find it in my early videos, actually. My I light up my backdrop using these really, really cheap, really, really sketch lamps. Um, they were potential fire hazards, and I shouldn't have been using them, but, um, I was. So, it is what well, it is. We'll go to my channel, we'll find it like that. Don't play the video. Here we go. Uh, scrolling out a bit, unless you rewind it. But yeah, I, I had, I think that were, I want to say there were 2,800 lumen globes. So, they sort of completely you don't okay here's the thing with a a light like that i don't run my lights at um at full brightness i actually want to check how bright they are for a second uh Niwa 176s do we have a description on how many lumens it is um oh okay so for the record my lights are 5600k i thought they were that was lower than that um Brightness. Give me the brightness. Do we have a brightness in lumens? In lumens, thank you. Oh no, it's not high. It was not 5600K. It has, it. it, You can change. I feel you can change the um the color temperature with uh, these filters. Oh, wait. What? Wait, 1320 lux. What does that translate to in lumen? Oh God, I I I don't lighting. Terminology. 13, let's find out. 1320 Lux in Lumen. Uh, lumens to Lux conversion. Okay. Um, so I guess 1320. Oh God, this is very complex. Okay. Um, <laughs> either way, generally, yeah, this is really complex. Um, generally you don't run lights at 100%. Uh, is this... Am I using them here? This is nine months ago. they I have these? Nine months ago I had the lights that I'm using now. What the hell? When was I using the old lights? How long have I had these now? I didn't really... I really didn't think it was that long. What the hell? Uh, here? No. I only have one there. Wait. Oh wait, I think this. I think I think we have the old lights here. Uh, a year ago, these were very bad thumbnails. A year ago, wow. I can't. I don't think I'm gonna find one where you can actually see the light. That's the problem. Uh, anyway, I had this this lamp behind me using a a smart globe. Um, that's that's what that entire sidetrack was for. <laughs> um. That would be kind of crazy. That you know what? I, maybe maybe they're great lights. I, I might have to look at a, look at a review of them afterwards, see if they're any good. I'm not buying them because they're very expensive. I don't, like, I don't like a pencil If I can find something if I can find something that's like 80% or 70% as good for, you know two hundred dollars less, <laughs> uh, I might be up for it. I don't think I'm going to change out my, my my key lights, though, for when I go and move. I don't really see any reason to go and do that. Like, my backlight, absolutely. I'm going to have a whole different setup. But key light's probably going to stay the same. Actually, that's a fucking crazy clamp as well. That is a really overkill clamp for what's being held here. Is that bar made of solid steel? Why the fuck is the clamp so big? Wait, what? why is that the clamp they- like, I'm not gonna- I'm not gonna knock her like a solid mount, but like... Why the hell is that- why are they using a clamp that big for that? You don't need that. That could be held with like- you could probably hold that there with two pegs. (laughs) Whatever works, I guess. I- I guess at the end of the day, whatever works. Uh, two hundred fifty dollars. This is regarding the the mixer board they have. Uh, two fifty is a lot for a four channel mixer from a company that doesn't um have much any experience professional audio gear. You're not paying for the quality. You're not okay. you're not paying for the the four mixes. You're paying for a razor product. Oh, it actually has XLR in. That's actually surprising. <laughs> um, you can get the same thing for like sixty bucks. Incredibly funny that even uh, the mixer has rainbow RGB lights. Yes, that's what you're paying for. You're paying for that. You're paying for... Uh, you're paying for... Does it have motorized sliders? Slider. Four sliders? Does it have motorized sliders? It doesn't seem to have motorized sliders. You know what? Screw it. Um, go buy a GoXLite. It has motorized sliders. They're actually really cool. Like, you can actually save different profiles and it will automatically go and move the sliders for you, which is kind of insane. And sort of makes sense for why it costs so much. Also, I don't think this has a bleep button. Which also means probably shouldn't buy it. When. Uh, the GoXLR I can. Uh, the GoXLR has a lot of features to it that make sense. Wait, is that a bleep button? Might be a bleep button. Um, bleep. Bleep. Fuck. Can't see it. it might be a bleep button. Um, <clears throat> nothing will ever replace my iPhone and. F- Focusrite Scarlett 2i2. Yup. Um, that's actually a solid setup. For lighting, I've a variety of eclectic lava layer. You know what? That's actually a pretty insane setup. Um, speaking of audio gear, it would be cool to see audio gear reviews on The Verge. Uh, also really enjoy the two inputs on my Focusrite for podcasting with a friend, guest, or co-host. Because everybody needs a podcast. I'm saying this isn't doing a new podcast. No one watches it. Uh, the marketing photos are so contrived. There is no streamer that would be wearing cat ear headset. And not have a stack of Funko, Pop- uh, Funko Pops on her desk. Yes, people who have good taste in figures. People who likes little figures. But then they go and buy, you know, Nendoroids. Because they actually have fucking taste. Um... No, you don't buy Funko. Pops. Stop buying Funko Pops. They're shit. There's a um. Wait, have I, I don't think I've shown this Twitter account before. Um, Funko Pop versus Nendoroid. There's a Twitter account for this. There's also a subreddit, I think. Yeah, Nendo versus Funko. Here we go. Not all of them are real. Um, but uh, it's They've not updated in a while. Uh, in in a long while but basically it shows the different um how different characters would look as both a nendo and also a Funko and uh, there is not a single time for the record in case you uh, do not know um Funko pops are the one on the right they are, they are not, they're not they're not they they're really not <laughs> some of them are really bad like what is this? This is not great content for the audio listeners, but basically um, Funko Pops all look shit. Like really, really, really bad. (laughs) I don't think there is... I genuinely don't think there is a... (laughs) The Charmander here is so... The Squirtle I kind of like because it looks really dumb. The Charmander actually is kind of terrifying. But I don't think there is a single Funko Pop that has ever been created... Which looks good. And I don't get why people buy them. I genuinely don't. I will never get it. But if you want to waste your money on stuff. That's fine. I also waste my money on plastic. Just better looking plastic. <laughs> At the end of the day though. We are both are both wasting our money on plastic. On that note. I think I've got a, I've got a figure that should be coming out soon. That I need to pay for. But they haven't sent me an email to pay for it yet. I think it comes out this month. I don't. Here's the thing. I sometimes order a, a figure and then just forget that I ordered it, and then I get an email like a year later, be like, "Hey, time to pay for this figure." Like, what the f- who? What what character is? This? I don't even remember what I bought. <laughs> I haven't bought any in a while. Just I don't have really you know much space left here. I'm sort of, I've sort of got um the the maximal amount of uh figure to shelf ratio right now, but. At some point, that will uh, that will end up changing. <laughs> Since we're on the topic of anime, anyway, um, this Sunday I'm actually going to go watch the uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie, the uh, the prequel movie to the very, very beloved anime that came out. When did it come out? When did Jujutsu Kaisen come out? Um. Um, when did it come out? Now let's find out. I've lost all track of time. I genuinely don't know when anything's happened. Uh, fuck, that was a- wait what? October thirtieth to May twenty twenty one, really? Wow. Okay. Anyway, uh, great series. I recommend that everybody goes and watch that. It has an absolutely banger opening. Mapper did a genuinely incredible job. Which is not something I can say for Mapper Of all their history. They've got a lot of really good series. But they've had some not great. Uh, Tact is not great. But then they have things like... Uh, the latest season of uh, Attack on Titan. They started off with Zunkyo no Terra. Which... I recommend everybody goes and watch. It's a genuinely good series. They did go to high school. I didn't know that. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, Yuri and Ice, great series. Banana Fish, great series. Uh, Kakagurui, Inuyashiki, Zombieland Saga. Like, they have a really mixed bag. Like, they've done some really, really uh, hardcore shonen stuff, and then they've done, like, they've done Banana Fish. (laughs) Actually uh, they, they've done Yuri on Ice and they're doing a uh, fucking Chainsaw Man soon which is I'm excited for. I am I'm quite excited for. I know basically nothing about Chainsaw Man but I've heard um I've heard really good things about it. Also they worked on fucking TQ. <laughs> like This is MAPPA. Mapper mapper just does whatever mapper wants to do. But anyway, I'm not here to talk about Jujutsu Kaisen because I haven't seen the new movie yet. Actually, is MAPPA doing the movie? Who is doing the movie? Um, yeah, of course, MAPPA. Okay, makes sense. Uh, okay. Um, no. Uh, Black Clover is getting a movie, which I'm kind of surprised it is. But I guess it is still a fairly large manga, even though the anime is, uh, is over now. Because the anime... It caught up with the manga and they didn't. I guess they want to do like a bunch of filler arcs like Naruto did, where Naruto, like the ending of the original Naruto series was like, I think a hundred consecutive episodes of nothing but filler. Which is, I, I'm not a person who's against filler, but when you have really bad filler like Naruto has had. It does get very, very, uh, very draining. So I'm very, I'm, I'm kind of happy they decided to take a break instead, and just wait. But now we are getting a movie, and I don't know where the manga is at at this point. But considering that we are getting a movie, uh, I'm guessing, I'm guessing the latest arc is over now. I'm gonna check. Let's find out. I'm we'll go to the wiki. Uh, maybe spoilers about things I'm gonna say. So, uh, keep that in mind. Let's see. Let's go to the chapters and volumes section. If we go to the latest one, it looks like it's a different arc. Uh, Have we... Do we have an arc list? Give me an arc list, please. Arc list, please. No arc list? Arc list, maybe? Can I just look up? Black Clover Arcs, and that will find her. Maybe it will. Uh, Black Clover Arcs. There we go. Yeah, that'll do it. List of story arcs. Oh, there is a link on the wiki. It's just not in a sensible location. Uh, So that's the Heart Kingdom Joint Struggle Arc. That is the... Okay, okay. So... Yeah, the anime started on... The Spade Kingdom Raid arc, but it didn't finish it. We finished after one of the major fights. I'm guessing... Well, the movie's not coming out until 2023. The movie's going to be one of two things. It's either going to be a filler movie. Or it's going to be coming out so long after this arc. Or after this arc started that it should be done. Because they've, they've shown a very small amount. So, it's very possible that... Um, it's very possible that they're sort of waiting it out. But we'll see what uh what ends up happening. The mass. Are we still in the arc? Um, yeah, okay. We, we are still in the arc. I guess it is. I thought maybe it just hadn't been updated properly. Uh, yeah. Wait, we're still... Wait, it, it, it's like fifty chapters after. Wait, there's a bunch of chapters after. We're still fighting the same dude. Oh god. Okay, I can see why they've taken. A... I can see why there's a break that's been taken. I have my doubts, but hey, if it does end up getting a screening in Australia, I'm without a doubt with a With a doubt, without a doubt, without a doubt, going to go and see it. Anytime there is like a good anime movie, that uh, anime movie that gets a screening here, uh, I definitely have to go and see it. Usually we get a lot of good ones. A lot, a lot of stuff ends up getting skipped over, um, but when there is something good, it it does end up having to get watched. Hopefully it gets screenings in you know the cinema that is near me and not the last time I went it was fucking in Marion, which is the other side of the city <laughs> so a long drive away and because of the time we go like it's not peak hour but it's still in the the busy period of the day so it's just not a fun a fun driving experience to get there. Speaking of I'm really bad at Segways how much money would you spend on a uh, Thunderbolt dock would it be a hundred dollars three hundred dollars? Five hundred, maybe a uh, thousand. Would you spend three thousand, twenty-nine hundred dollars, I guess, on a Thunderbolt three dock, which comes with a sixteen terabyte SSD? Now let's go and check how much a sixteen terabyte SSD actually costs. I have no idea. Uh, sixteen terabyte SSD. I didn't even know you could get SSDs that big. Uh, yeah. Let's go to Amazon. Sure. Um that's a 16tera you can get a 16 16- hold up you can get a 16 terabyte hard disk for 440 dollars in the. US what so I guess that would be like <laughs> like six 650 in Australia that's what the hell that's so much storage uh give me SSDs. 4 terabyte for 400 can I not even buy a 16 terabyte eBay 16 okay I, I don't you know i don't think that a 16 terabyte high speed solid state mobile external ssd hard drive disk is $24 i i'm gonna i'm gonna have to say it is probably not uh okay here we go here's actually something that's real uh 15.36 terabyte Seagate Nitro I haven't heard of that before um, 32 3299.99 that you know what if you need if you need a 16 terabyte SSD, uh, this might not be the worst way to get one. Is this like when, uh, the cheapest Blu-ray? Yes, cheapest Blu-ray player, and I guess cheapest DVD player as well at the time, was buying either a PlayStation 2 for the uh, the DVDs or a, a, a PS3 for, um, the Blu-rays. Is that what this is? Or am I just not able to find uh, 16 terabyte SSDs? That's such a stupid amount of storage, though. You can get a more reasonable version at $500. Um, that comes with a, you know, a minuscule 2 terabyte SSDs. But you're not poor. You want to buy the $2,900 one. What do we actually have on it? So we have separate headphone microphone jack. Okay. Uh, S- full, car- uh full SD slot. USB 3.2. USB 3.2 Type-C. Uh, Thunderbolt, obviously. Thun- uh, Thunderbolt PD. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, Thunderbolt 3 port. Uh, PD is... Oh! Um, pow- is that power data? Is that what that stands for? I'm guessing it does. I'm going to check it. We're going to check it. Uh, Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt PD. Um... Is that supposed to be DP, not PD? Can I, wait, can I not read? No, it does definitely say PD. There is uh, Thunderbolt DP, which is Display Port, And what is Thunderbolt PD? Thunderbolt 3 Dual 4K... Wait, is this the same product? No, it's a different product. Uh, dual 4K docking station for laptops with PD. What the fuck is... Oh! Is it power delivery? Ah, USB power. That, that that actually makes a lot of sense then. Okay, so that's for charging a laptop or something like that. Right. Uh, full-size Ethernet. Uh, two more USB 3.2 ports. A full-size display port, It doesn't say what version, which is weird. And then a AC adapter jack. So this would be how you power the device. And then you can, I guess, siphon power from that into charging your laptop or Whatever it is you want to charge. For $2,900, that's a pretty bare IO, to be completely frank. I guess it does come with a 16 terabyte SSD, but like, I'm pretty sure you can get like a lot more ports than this for a lot less money than this and still get a reasonably large SSD. Let's see what he will say. It's more expensive than a 16 inch MacBook Pro. Uh, does the 16-inch MacBook Pro come with a 16-terabyte SSD? Fair point. Uh, no, but it has a screen, a CPU, keyboard, all of which are marginally useful. Well, this has a CPU. It's there to control the, the SSD. <laughs> uh, sure, but what if you need a very large amount of SSD storage? Uh, 16 terabytes of SSD storage is going to be exp- uh, expensive no matter what you're buying that includes it. Um, in fairness, Apple charges $2,200 for well, the 8 terabyte option on their MacBook Pro. Fucking hell. Um, the real question is not the price. it's whether the SSD is accessible and replaceable. That's a question. Uh, I haven't actually confirmed that uh, this. As there isn't technical details that I saw on the Subrent. Subrant, Subrent? I'm going to say Subrent. Website. But I'm guessing it is uh, using off-the-shelf components for the SSD. I couldn't even fucking buy six. I couldn't even find one when I was looking for it. Um, I saw a 16 terabyte external SSD on Ali for $100 uh, 2 terabyte $30 so I guess they hand sold the tra- transistors please go ahead and buy that 16 terabyte SSD for $100 <laughs> can you even buy 1 terabyte for $100 I don't think so Um, 1 terabyte SSD I'm pretty sure they're still above $100. Uh. Uh. No, okay. It's, sorry, I thought it was fucking $25. No, that... You can get a, a 120 gig SSD in Australia for $25? What? That's insane. Man, I remember when these were $100. Fucking hell. Man. <laughs> Jesus Christ, okay. Uh 113 Australian. Okay. So US, yes. Australia, no. That's so cheap. What? M- Wait, no. How big is Oh, okay, I was gonna holy shit, I thought it was a $19 M.2 drive. No, it's a $19 M.2 drive cooler. 128 gig SSD. It's from a brand I've never heard of, but even so. That's so cheap. Fucking hell. Um, So, no, I don't think you're getting 16 terabytes um, for $100. (laughs) Fucking idiot. And, wait, two terabytes for $30? (laughs) Surely some people have to have, like they have to realize what they're buying like you're buying an enclosure you can buy a $100 enclosure no doubt i am absolutely certain that there are $100 16 terabyte ssd enclosures i don't think there are 100 ter- uh, 100 terabyte $100 um 16 terabyte ssds though that one that one i'm going to have to i'm going to have to say no to speaking of saying no to uh Microsoft is saying no to Halo on the Steam Deck, which surprises nobody whatsoever. So it's not like Halo isn't going to work on the Steam Deck. Um, but they will not be addressing the anti-cheat issues, optimizing it, anything like that to make it play more nicely uh, on the Steam Deck. So pretty much you're you're on your own. Which, considering that it's Microsoft Game Studios, it makes sense. Like, why would they optimize it? It would certainly be great if they did, uh, and Microsoft doesn't seem to do anything to make their games not to work on Linux. Anti-cheat is different, but when it comes to, like, single-player games, from my understanding, everything that is available on Steam from Microsoft works perfectly fine under Linux. Maybe not perfectly. Perfectly fine, though. Which um, is all you need. That's all you need. Um... I would certainly like to see Microsoft, you know, want more people to buy their games. It doesn't really matter what platform they're on. Uh, but, hey, why would Microsoft Game Studios or Xbox Game Studios, whatever they're called, support the Steam Deck? Like, wh- why would they do that? Uh, but you can... Uh, you can... <laughs> uh, you can run Game Pass. You can um play multiplayer through Game Pass. <laughs> So it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter whatsoever. And you can uh you can what is it? Like any sort of like streaming PC stuff you can play it perfectly fine. It's just running it on the device itself. You know, unless you go and install Windows on it. Like, the doing Windows is obviously going to be different, but yeah. Actually, speaking of Windows I do have a, a Steam Deck Windows topic. So From day one, you were technically able to install Windows on the Steam Deck. Um, When the device first came out, though, you didn't want to because there were no drivers. There were no GPU drivers. There were no Wi-Fi. There were no Bluetooth and no GPU, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, SD card reader. But that that one's not as big of a deal. You can still use the internal storage. It's just like... If you buy the the lowest tier model, you just won't have that much storage. I don't think you can even install Halo if you don't have an SD card. Because you don't have enough... How big is Halo? Halo. Let's say Halo Infinite. Uh, actually, no. we'll say Halo MCC. Uh, how, how big is the Halo MCC? Um, no. Okay. Well, oh, no. Nope. Nope. It is 100 gig. So so if you had a, a bottom tier Steam Deck, um, you wouldn't be able to install it without the SD card drivers. I guess if you had the 256 or 512, yeah, you'll be fine, but this uh, one? No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, Yes. So, now, I guess as of a couple of days ago, Microsoft did release on uh, Microsoft, Valve, Valve did release drivers for the Steam Deck on Windows, but they're not actually going to be supporting Windows, so... Basically the idea here is the game the game, the the, the the drivers are available. You can use them, you can install Windows, you can do whatever you want. But you're basically on your own at that point. We're not going to help you, we're not gonna support it, we're not gonna op- probably not even gonna optimize it, to be completely honest. They're just gonna let you use it if you want to, and that's the end of that. I would like, you know, a a good setup. I would like it to be. It worked really well, and that's the end of that. But it's just not going to happen, is it? Like that's the thing. It's not going to happen. Why would the same reason why Microsoft isn't going to support Halo on the Steam Deck? Why would Valve go and you know heavily support Windows on the uh, on the Steam Deck either? Why, like, they've got a Linux-based OS here. Why would they go and put all that effort they've put into making Linux work well into modifying Windows, applying patches, things like that? Why would they do that? The answer is they probably wouldn't because it doesn't really make any sense to really do so. So you can install it, you can use it, you can do whatever you want with it. But if you install Windows, that is a you problem. So do not come to us with any of your problems because we cannot fix them. Because while we can apply, we can make drivers and we can make the drivers better, we can make the UI better, we can do all of this stuff. We can't fix Windows. We we can't do that. We can we can modify it to some extent, but at the end of the day, it is still Windows. So any Windows problems which exist, um. That's why we didn't use Windows. That's why we uh we ship the device with uh with a modified Linux. But you're gonna do it anyway, so here have the drivers, you know you don't complain to this. Like I think that's the main reason they released them. So they release them so people don't whine at them that they can't install Windows. Or well, they they can install Windows, but they don't have drivers. Because I'm sure that's would have hap- that's that's what would have happened. They'd be like, oh, we can install Windows you said we can install Windows, but there are drivers, so we can't use Wi-Fi or GPU or <laughs> So just to appease those people and make them have somewhat of a a functional experience. Uh give them something. I actually watched Linus's video recently on uh, Windows on the Steam Deck, and there's a lot of games that just don't perform very well now, do they? Um, so Windows on the Steam Deck. So a lot of games that are like dropping half the frame rate. <laughs> like they're running about half as well, and it's kind of insane. Let's see if we can find some uh, some benchmarks. Benchmarks. I know there are benchmarks in this video. The question is if I can find them. Here, oh, they're in the benchmark section. That would make a lot of sense, now, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, benchmarks. Here we go. So This is Hitman 3. This is running SteamOS. This is running Windows 10. So SteamOS, it's getting a... This is on medium settings at 1280 uh, 800. Uh, 34 FPS as your average. Uh, 95th percentile, 8. And your 99th percentile, uh, 6. I probably would drop the game to low. To be completely frank, I would drop the game to low just to get it to... You might not get it to 60, but... You'll probably get it closer. And it wouldn't really... I'll leave AA on. AA is sort of a... Uh, a sort of a requirement at this point. Uh, I, I can't look at games without AA. Um. But... I would probably do low. I know medium is what Valve has been pushing as the the settings that you can play the game on, but just for my personal experience, uh, low, low is probably going to be a better experience. Um, Doom Eternal runs fucking exception... I'm sorry. It runs at 60 FPS on ultra. What do you mean? Wait, seriously? That game is insanely optimised on Linux. I didn't realise it ran that well. What the hell? Granted, it is at uh, 12800, but even so... uh, In this case as well, though, uh, dropped 14 FPS, which is probably because the... The drivers exist, but they are not as optimized as uh, what exists over on the, uh, over on the Linux side, which why would they be? But fucking hell! I want to see more, like, extensive benchmarks. I actually wonder. Shortly by this point, someone's done benchmarks. Um, Steam Deck Benchmarks. Let's see how stupid it performs. Um... Steam Deck benchmarks show 60 FPS gaming experience with reasonable eye candy. Uh, what game? Okay, this is. Oh my god, this is not a benchmark. You've just. <laughs> Come on. Tom's Hardware, you know how to do benchmarks. Surely someone's benchmarked it. Boiling Steam, have you benchmarked it? You say you've benchmarked it, but have you actually benchmarked it unlike Tom's Hardware? Uh, Portal 2 is a really weird one to include. Wait. This is a this is from Linus's video. <laughs> of course Linus benchmarked. You know we'll look at Linus's numbers. So Steam Deck Auto. Oh god, what is this? Oh, I've got there we go. Now we can <laughs> I had my my it was cutting off the bottom of my screen. Uh so this is Devil May Cry 5 on medium with FXAA plus TAA. Um average 8 86. Why do they change their bar colors so often? I don't know. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, consider it only has a sixty hertz screen. I guess. Yeah, uh, you know what? I would, I would bring it down probably to at least here. I'm. I don't know. Maybe crank some of the visual fidelity. Give it a slightly more visual appealing, a visually appealing experience. Um, but that's kind of crazy. So what else do we have? Uh, Runner 2. I don't actually know what that game is. What? Wait, what is Dead... Huh? Wait, what? Dead... What happened with Dead Cells? Um... Wait, Dead... What happened with... They're all running they're all running at a ridiculous frame rate, 140, but why did this one... Why did the 1x player shoot up to 450 when here it's way lower? What? What is the 1x player? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go and watch Linus' video after this. 1x player. That's actually... Okay that is a very gamery looking device at the end of the day like this it, it performed at 140 fps which is way more than you need on the steam deck for uh, for playing dead cells like 60 is the the cap of the screen so anything above that is perfect but that's that's really weird how that happened surely they mentioned that as an anomaly i don't know why it wasn't mentioned it wasn't mentioned here Seem really strange why you wouldn't mention that. What is the. 3 hour 21 running Ghost Runner on uh for your battery test? Wow. Um. Wow. Uh that's not crazy, but like, you know, you're you're gaming on a handheld. You don't ex like PC gaming on a handheld. You don't really expect the battery to be incredibly, insanely long. Three hours is. More, it's not. It's not perfect for most situations, though. It's more than enough, I guess. For a road trip, you probably want it to be more than that. But how long did a, like a DS last? Nintendo DS, ah, uh, battery life. Battery life. Yeah, here we go. Ten, <laughs> ten hours. You know. Y- y- Well, you know, you're you're never going to get that without having like a fucking giant ass battery the size of the Steam Deck on the back of the Steam Deck. um, You weren't going to get 10 hours, but hey, I can always dream. I can dream about, you know, insane batteries on handheld PCs, but size constraints, you know, physics, all these limitations you have to deal with. But three hours is respectable. It is. And if you... are I guess if you turn it down to low as well... Like, if you really wanted the battery to last longer... Limit it to 30 FPS... Turn the battery... uh, Turn the... The settings down to low... And just... Let it... Let it sort of coast. You could probably push out... If it's hitting... Three and a half hours on medium... You can probably do... Maybe if you're doing, like, light indie gaming... Or playing modern-ish... Like... Modern AAA games on low, I wouldn't be surprised if you could push four hours, <clears throat> maybe four and a half. Like I haven't done the benchmarks, I don't know. I don't have a Steam Deck to test it with, but I wouldn't be surprised if you could push four hours. What is um, what does Valve say the battery life is? Um, uh, the Steam Deck, that okay. Six plus hours if you're playing less grafline mining games like Celeste. okay, maybe I was wrong maybe you can push it mar- far, far longer than I can now uh, than I than I uh, I thought. Oh there's also brightness controls. Someone got eight and a half hours off of the steam deck What wait with dead cells running what an absolute legend was he actually playing the game that's the question because if you just have it standing there with a static screen like you're not having to render extra elements or anything like that um, if that's all you're doing it's basically the equivalent of running like a a complex wallpaper but if you're actually playing the game maybe running a benchmark or something like that that's actually impressive 8 hours is a good road trip battery and you can't replace the battery on the Steam Deck, so I guess you couldn't do that either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, imagine if it did have like replaceable batteries like the um, you know, like ma- I don't know, maybe, maybe not obviously exactly like this, but like a battery like light batteries have, these like slot in the back. they are just like maybe they could exist as a um a hand rest. You'd have this giant ass battery like, you know, fucking four of these chained together. Um like maybe another two of these off to the side here and you just like slide it in see i i, I think that'll just be cool it would destroy the water resistance absolutely and it, uh, what rating does it have i don't know um but hey it will be cool it would be cool uh steam deck water waterproof water um what do, what is the waterproof rating um, 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 does anyone know? Does anyone did anyone test it? Do they claim it has any w- water resistance whatsoever? Mm. If you want to bathe with a forty watt battery, I'm not going to stop you. Imagine bathing plus gaming. Imagine not doing that. Uh, does anyone know? Don't wet your deck. True. What about swabbing my poop deck? (laughs) Haha, get it? It's funny, because poop deck. Uh, No, it's a PC. Right, but you can build a PC that has a certain level of water resistance. I don't think anyone knows. I don't think Valve has ever ever stated a level of water resistance. Uh, Steam Deck Review, it's not ready from The Verge. Early Access Memories. That seems to be a fairly... A fairly consistent take. Like, the hardware is great, but the software... Yeah, buggy buggy, unfinished software. Noisy fan almost never stops whining. It's a PC running in a fucking handheld. Of course has an annoying fan. <laughs> Why wouldn't it? Uh, some of the most popular games still don't work. Apex Legends works now. It didn't wait until this review came out. Doubles as a full Linux PC as a good stuff. What, what is the good stuff? Powerful high quality hardware and unheard price. Absolutely, no doubt. Uh, infinitely customizable controls makes decades of games playable. That's just Steam input. <laughs> That's just Steam input. Um, Easily to let you balance performance and battery drain. That actually does seem to be a pretty good benefit. Suspend and resume games. That's actually really cool as well uh hey what go what are the what are the comments say usually they're, yeah there are comments on the verge no i need a second opinion. <laughs> i need a second opinion <laughs> uh you need someone to tell you it's not buggy despite all the evidence everyone seems to be pretty much in agreement that the the software is probably the the main thing holding it back not not necessarily linux itself but some of the inconsistencies with the uh the steam deck ui There are obviously problems with with Linux and Proton. um, Especially Proton. Like Proton... It's gotten really good. But like there's still a lot of games out there. It's my favorite example. uh, Persona 5 Strikers. Which does not play nicely whatsoever. I think at this stage, Strikers crashes... I think you can get through the the main menu. I'm pretty sure you can get through the main menu. Uh, this person it crashes when you enter your name. So just past the main menu. Uh, this person crashed creating a save file. Uh, this one crashed on the main menu. Yeah, it's it's not. Persona Vice Strikers is um not in a a a good a good situation. It's uh very much a it it is kind of fucked. It's kind of fucked, um, but sh- hey, luckily there's none of the games. You can play it on console if you want to as well. Speaking <laughs> of consoles, can you buy PS5 yet? Let's find out. Probably not. PS5 Australia. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a big no on that one. Wait, there's a Twitter account called PS5 Stock Alert Australia. That's actually a really useful account. I'm going to follow it. Uh, who's who are they following? Let's find out. EB Games Australia, PS Wait, they're following another one that does the exact same thing. Uh PlayStation Australia, Press Start Australia, Xbox Ser- wait, there's another I guess they run uh they must run this account then. Um Xbox Series X, Dockalot Australia, PlayStation DB, and uh the Games Men, which I guess is a store. Indep where do they exist? Oh my god, that is that is an incredible building. Where is this? They're in Sydney. Okay, if I ever find myself in um over in in Penshurst, uh, I'm gonna go check this place out. This that is such a cool looking building, man. They, do they just exist there? Let's find out. Gamesmen.com.au. Um, And they have an online store. They have an online store. Wait, how do they? I wonder what their prices are like. Med Oz Game Shop. If they're good, I might have to shop here. Um, Okay, let's find some. Let's find some random game. Um, Persona Five, we'll say. So Royal, sure. Persona Five Royal Launch Edition. $99.95. 99.95. You know, I like I like I like that you're an independent store with, you know, a physical store and all that, but oh my god, I don't wanna I don't think I wanna pay that! Um Persona 5 Royal Man. Uh why did it not show anything for Persona 5 Royal? You know, I don't think I want to pay $100 for a game that came out. When did Royal come out? Uh, P5 Royal. 2019. It's selling at full price in 2022. You know, I think I might just buy it from Oz (laughs) Game I know they have a physical store and physical store has, like, they have their, their, like, requirements, but... Man, that's so expensive. Like, that's genuinely insane. Like, I... There's a reason why I don't shop at places like EB Games. I will only buy it from EB Games if it's secondhand, because their retail prices and the retail prices of most of the stores out there in Australia... is probably the same in the US as well. Like, you'll buy a two-year-old game... And they're trying to charge retail price for it, which I guess in the US is 60? 70 has it gone up? I don't know. I'm gonna guess it's still $60. Maybe it's 70 now. Because um EB Games is um GameStop. So I imagine the US and Canada has GameStop as well, I wanna say. Or is it EB Games there? I think it's now. E- no it might be EB Games in Canada. I imagine all of these companies under the same banner basically operate under the same under the same sort of practices but it is what it is and hey I guess if you really don't like the prices there are other means that you can acquire games as well Uh, I'm not a big fan of doing that for current generation but do whatever you want it's your life I don't really care Uh, speaking of things that something segway bone conduction Uh, I I don't understand these earphones or earphones, bone conduction, open ear, whatever you want, want to call them. So th- this random pair of uh, bone conduction, I don't even know if you want to call them earphones. Open ear headphones what they call them. Okay. Is $20 off, which is $110 in the US, which is not actually that expensive. But I've never actually tried these bone conduction, uh, bone conduction, uh, what do you call them? Open your headphones. I want to, though. I think that would be... I don't know what the sound quality is like. I don't know how they work. Something about conducting vibrations through your skull or something. So you can still hear, like, the outside world, because you don't have something like, you know, plugging your ears. But you can also hear the audio, like, through your bones. I don't know. I don't get it. Something, 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 science. If someone has tried bone conduction open ear headphones and you want to let me know how how they work or how they sound obviously it'd be different depending on the device but how just generally how the tech sort of how you feel about the tech I would love to know I I would genuinely love to know and I'm I'm probably going to try them out at some point anyway you know if I end up buying a pair I might just make a video on them be like you know what my, this has nothing to do with my channel whatsoever I'm just going to talk about bone conduction because I like I like cool things. <laughs> Speaking of cool things, um, this guy liked to do cool things. Chinese customs arrest man dubbed the walking CPU for smuggling 160 CPUs taped to his body. Firstly. That's impressive. Now, I don't know if they are... <clears throat> if they are LGA chips or if they... Uh... Oh, my God. That's actually terrifying. Wait, which way did he have them attached? So, they're Intel 11th Gen and 12th Gen. Is Intel still you are using... Wait. Uh, Intel... Does Intel still have pins on their sockets? Wait, no, sorry. AMD is the one with pins in their sockets. Okay. Okay. No, this is better. Um, If they were AMD chips, this would be a problem because then you have to work out, like, which way do you actually attach them to yourself? Do you attach the spikes into you and, you know, potentially break the pins or attach them out and then potentially break the pins on, uh, on your clothing? But considering they are Intel CPUs, the pins are on the are on the motherboard it's far less of an issue but yeah he he duct taped 160 CPUs and 16 cell phones how do you have enough body space under your cl- <clears throat> how how much land like body space would it take up to attach 160 CPUs to you also how do you do that do you do it yourself or do you have someone helping you uh, this was $50,000 of CPUs it was <clears throat> uh so one of the CPUs they showed was an i5 12600kf which is about $300 so this could be $50,000 of CPUs jesus <clears throat> why i don't i don't understand uh chinese customs agents are apparently on a bit of a pc part hot streak as this comes after agents intercept nearly six thousand GPUs being smuggled in the country, are these stolen GPUs? These stolen CPUs? Why are they being smuggled? What purpose is there to smuggling CPUs? Um. Oh, is there a? There might be some sort of import fee that is you have, you have to pay. That's so. That's so weird. Of all of the things you could smuggle, like, you know, drugs. Why? Why Intel 11th and 12th gen CPUs? <laughs> it is kind of a good prison story, though. It is kind of a good prison story. Like, yeah, why are you here? Well, I murdered 10 people. Oh, yeah, you know, I I crashed my car into someone else's out of pure hatred. Oh, what about you, new guy? Oh, you know, um, I've got a pretty, pretty, pretty dark history. I, uh, I, I smuggled, uh, $50,000 worth of Intel CPUs, uh, into China, or out of China? Which way was he going? Uh, also my, my, my lights started flashing for some reason. I don't know why. Like, my, my charge of my lights. Um, was it into or out of? Uh. It, to his body. Okay, he was smuggling. Th- Wait, no, this other guy was smuggling him in. I'm guessing he was smuggling them in as well. It's so dumb. It, it's so dumb. Speaking of things that are dumb, though, uh, Australia. <clears throat> and specifically, Australia's rating board. So I, I have never played this game called RimWorld, but RimWorld has been removed from Steam in Australia. This happened about ten days ago, and the reason why it was removed is because they basically released the. Uh, where's the details here? They released another version of it. They released the. I think they released like another console version or something. Where's the detail? Give me the details. Um probably wouldn't affect yeah, I think they they released another version of it. So because they released another version, that ended up leading to it having to go to the classification board because apparently games still get classed like digital games still get classified, even though nowhere on the product pages is the classification ever mentioned. Uh so Steam just doesn't give a shit about the classification. But yeah, it got refused classification, making it illegal to sell in Australia due to the way it deals with matters of sex, drug misuse, or addiction, crime, cruelty, violence, or revolting or abhorrent phenomena in such a way that uh, that they offend against the standards of morality, decency, and propriety generally accepted by reasonable adults. We have an 18 plus rating in Australia. The 18 plus rating in Australia does not mean shit because we get games that are not that not that graphic, nothing really that crazy about them. We just occasionally get them not classified because the classification board does not realize that there is an 18 plus rating and doesn't know what an 18 plus rating is. This is a country, right? Okay? This is a country that at least back when I was playing it, gave Call of Duty a 15-plus a rating. Isn't it in the US it's got a 18-plus? Uh, classification. I want to say that a lot of the Call of Duty games, yeah, in the US it's got a Peggy 18 rating. In Australia, um, it's got a MA15 rating. Um, like, basically, I think pretty much every single game Yeah, pretty much every single game has an MA15 rating. (laughs) So we have a a country where you can play a war game at 15. Every single war game has an MA15 rating. All of them. I don't know of a single one that has an 18 plus rating. So you can do that. But the second you introduce drug use or anything related to sex... They mention crime as well. Don't fucking bullshit. None of the call cool, uh, none of, none of the GTA games been a problem. Cruelty. Don't bullshit with that either. The problem is specifically sex and drugs. Like those are the only things that ever get considered when it has to do with one exception. Um, one of the Mortal Kombat games, where you like you you tear out spines. But even so, 18 plus rating, it's fine in the US I don't, and fine everywhere else. But Australia, we just, I don't know, we live, we live in the fucking 1800s, I guess. But yeah, anything to do with sex and drugs, that's when you start to get into the territory of Australia might just decide to completely arbitrarily decide that the game is just not going to be rated. Which is funny because it's not like you just can't play the game. All you're doing is... All... All you are doing is making it so people pirate the game. That's all you're doing. Um, for those wondering why it's getting different treatment to Disco Elysium, the short answer is the Steam Deck. Right, the Steam Deck came out, so there was that um, that to be considered. Um, the use of the words "reasonable adults" as a criteria is already already pretty damn vague. Oh no! It, what it means is specifically the classification board. Um, you can't even redeem third-party keys in Australia now. This is a troubling development. Yeah, just pirate the game like that. That's what the classification board is telling you. They want you to pirate the game. I don't want you to pirate the game. I want you to support these developers. But the classification board does not want you to give them money. I suppose a game where you make furniture out of human skin would offend a board of thin-skinned individuals. Why would it? They don't have enough to make a decent share. Fair point. Um. So a few Karens on a review board get to decide what's morally acceptable for an entire nation. Exactly. Uh, who would have thought of Australia and Canada would be leading the charge in West in Western authoritarianism? Have you been to Australia and Canada? <laughs> um, Selling human body organs in Rimworld for pemmican and weapons is bad. That's not no. that has nothing to do with it. That has literally nothing to do with it. It is specifically drug use. There is never there's almost never a situation unless it is extremely graphic. In the case of um, in the case of say Mortal Kombat, um, where gr- uh, like gratuitous violence is the problem. Our uh, Left for Dead was also an a- exception years ago as well. Lol and Lumao. Shut the fuck up. Uh, Let's. Oh, this is also the reason why uh, the drugs in whenever Fallout started introducing drugs into their games. That's why they have like these weird names because of countries like Australia where. They're fine with it. Like, th- there was a point where <laughs> you would be, like, you would play Fallout and you'd be shooting up heroin. Like, that's that was actually going to be a, a thing in history. But they decided to remove that and replace it with, like, you know, the, the, the fantasy drugs they have to get around that problem. Uh, couldn't happen to a nicer game dev. The dev initially coded the game... As not having bisexual men because, and I quote, here: every bi man I've known is ultimately... What? Okay, sure. Um, sure. Ban unless you've already bought it or got it through other means. Australian government advocating piracy. Yes, absolutely. I think the classification board thinks that we still live in the 90s. And if they say something isn't allowed, that means that there's no easy way to get it. We don't. Anyone who wants to play the game now has basically full license to pirate it. You can say, oh, it been should pirate. Nope. Doesn't matter. They are not allowed to acquire the game through any means. They're going to do it anyway. If they want it, they're going to play the game. You can't stop them. It's not going to happen because that's not what the classification board does. It's not what it does. They just slap numbers on it, slap letters on it and some people occasionally pay a little bit of attention but generally um generally not <laughs> somehow i have gone basically this entire podcast without talking about uh ff14 so you know what we're going to end off the podcast with a 14 story so i have been playing a lot of healer recently i've been playing a lot of white mage i've been playing a lot of astrologian or as Astrologian, whatever you want to call it. Different people pronounce it different ways. It's probably ast- um, astro- astro- astrologian. Astrologian is probably the correct way, but you'll see a lot of people say astrologian. Uh, anyway, uh, I've been playing my Astro a lot. It uh, ARR Astro is basically a white mage that likes their star signs a little bit too much. So, literally, ability for ability early on. Um Astro is identical to a white mage, which is fine because it makes it really easy to uh easy to learn in uh in in ARR. It does very heavily differentiate after that, um but early on identical. There are some slight changes that do make it more fun though. Uh for example, we have light speed, which unlike white mages slightly increase your cast time. This is instant cast. This is insta cast for 15 seconds because most of your spells have a. So, this is, if for anyone just listening, uh, Light Speed lowers your cast time by 2.5 seconds. Most of your spells have either 2.5 second cast time or lower. So, it, it's an insta cast ability. Um, that lasts for 15 seconds. Uh, Helios is literally just Cure 2. Uh, Ascend is Raise. Uh, Essential Dignity. This is a slight uh, different one, but it's basically your fill-in for... um, Actually, no. No, this one actually does sit differently, but I guess it's basically your fill-in for Benediction. Um, Early on, it basically operates like a Benediction. It's 400 cure potency uh, unless you're uh, 30% health or lower and it starts to raise up to 900% potency, which in many cases acts as a Benediction. Um, later on, obviously, 900 potency isn't enough to do a full heal, but that early on, it it pretty much is. Um, Benefit two is your cure two. Did wait? Did I say? I I said Helios was cure two. Sorry, I meant Medica. Um, Medica is your AoE heal. Uh, undraw and play. These are where it starts to differentiate a bit. But aspected benefic, this is your your regen. Um, aspected helios, this is your Medica two. Gravity is your holy. Uh, combust two is just a better version of combust. Combust basically is your arrow. Uh, it's for the most part a lot of it's the same. Where it differentiates is the uh, the card system. So you will draw a card. And that card will give a damage bonus to ho- to whoever you decide to apply that bonus to. So it's a pure healer with a with a support factor. So I guess you can call like a a black mage is a a what's it called? Uh um fuck, what's the word? Uh not solo DPS. Not that's not the word. Um, it's on the tip of my tongue. It, they they only do damage and don't do any support. I'm gonna remember the word as soon as I finish recording, and it's going to annoy me. Um, but white mage basically is the same purpose. White mage is basically just it heals, and that's all it does. At least early on, maybe it changes later. But at least early on, it's when it's a pure healer, it's literally just a pure healer. A um. A, a astro is more of a pure healer plus support. Um, anyway, it's a really fun job. I I am really enjoying it. And adding an astro dine to fifty makes the card system a lot more fun. And basically, as you're drawing cards, they will have different um they will have different uh, star uh, star signs on it. As you get all the sign types, then you can cast astro dine and then do a, a big support ability. What does it actually do? It's like it. It adds MP restore, uh, reduces spell cast time, and auto attack delay, and increases damage dealt and healing potency. Basically, it's your big support ability. At least at 50. Anyway, I was playing my Astro. I was leveling up from 30 to 50. It took me a, uh, like 3 hours because of Oshii, um stupid, uh, insane experience boost right now. So it went by pretty quickly. But I was running my leveling roulettes to do... Or my, I was running leveling roulette over and over again. Basically just keep doing dungeons and... Uh, suffer through leveling. Um, <laughs> I ran into Sastasha so many times. Sastasha is the first dungeon in the game. And it's very, very, very annoying. So... When you play Sastasha, there are... Two kinds of groups you run into. So, three kinds of groups you run into. Group one are the people who are doing Sustachia for the first time. They take it slowly because it's their first dungeon. And you know what? That's fine. It's your first dungeon in the entire game. I, that Whatever. Whatever whatever gets you through it, you'll realize early, uh, like not too long from then, Sustachia is incredibly easy, and you can push through the dungeon a lot quicker. The second kind of group you have is my favorite. The groups that literally hate Sestasha to their very core... And want to be in there for as little time as possible. So because it's so early on in the dungeon chain. You can run from the start of the dungeon. To the first boss. Pull all of the enemies. And then kill them all at the boss room. You don't need to heal. You can just do that. It's insane that you can do that. But tanks are broken right now. Because of all of their self heal. Um, I like these groups. They get through Sustasha in like fucking... 8 to 10 minutes. It's great. The other group... And these happen in... Tom Tower Deepcroft and... Um, the other low level one that I'm forgetting the name of. Um, Copperbell. Copperbell Mines. Those are the first three dungeons in the game. And you run into a lot of the same people in those sections. A lot of people who either hate being there. They are very new to the game. Or... Or, they take pride in being bad. So, I... You know, the group was going really slow. they were doing single pulls, so they're pulling a single group of enemies. Playing as a healer like that, you literally don't have to heal. Because all the tanks, except Paladin, have self-heals at that level, and tank has... or Paladin has... Paladin is very tanky, um, and has mitigation and stuff like that, but... it's Even so, stuff generally dies so quick as a um, like, so quick at, at Custachia, that doesn't even matter. And they do so little damage. So you don't have to heal, basically. Um, You don't have to heal if you, like, do big pulls, but single pulls, definitely not. So there was a point where they were going really slow. I pull slightly further ahead, and I, like, aggro one of the groups. And they decided that, I guess they were in a Discord call, because they all stopped. They left, like, a couple of, I think it was, like, one or two enemies... And just let me fight them by myself as the healer. He so says, like, what are you... Are you just throwing a tantrum in the dungeon? Like... If you help, we get through the dungeon quicker. There seems to be a lot of people <clears throat> that are on uh, OC right now who want to like go as slow as possible. They don't want any... They don't want to be remotely good at the game. They take pride in being bad. They take pride in not having to go and follow mechanics, take pride in not having to go and sort of get through things quickly because over on the JP side you're sort of expected to do that. Like it wasn't like wow well expected where you get kicked out of the group, but there's generally a expect expectation there that you're going to play the game at a reasonable level. You're going to try to do something productive in the game but there is there is a lot of people I've been seeing that are fitting into this third group that are just that are really annoying <laughs> they're really annoying to deal with this is one of the problems with like like this is one of the problems with leveling your lower level jobs through your lower level dungeons you have to deal with those people once you get past 50 then you can do, like, your 50, 60, 70, 80 roulettes. You can do your trials. You can do, I guess, past 30, you can do PvP as well. It's just not much PvP. Um, so it's it's generally more effective to do your leveling roulette anyway. Honestly, I probably should go and try things like Guildhess because I haven't tried those yet. And apparently, they're good XP. I don't know. I also might just level through, like, Palace of the Dead. There's plenty of leveling content. It's just I was going through... Leveling roulette just because it's the most convenient thing. It's right there. I can just say I'm gonna run through it and not have to do too much else. But I can't fucking stand these people. I can't. I can't stand these low levels. Well, they're not even low level. Like some of them are fucking mentors. <laughs> these these people who just don't want to go through Sestaria quickly. It's the same thing you see in like Praetorium and Castamiridnum where people will single-pull through those, where you have eight people, you have two healers, there is literally no way to wipe. There is no way to wipe the trash mobs. I don't get it. I don't get why anyone anyone tries to take those slowly. Especially when Castrum has, like, what, 25 minutes of cutscenes? I just pray Torium and Castrum both, uh, both have basically amount of, uh, the same amount. But you don't want to go th- through a slowly. You want to play... You want to play those dungeons as little as possible. So I'm kind of excited to see uh, when Praetorium gets reworked as a, a, a four-man dungeon. I think Cast Is Castrum saying the same? I don't know. I think Castrum might be reworked as a four-man as well. I can't remember what was said during the... um. Does uh, it Castrum? Meridianium. They're all Castrums. Um, um, I don't know if that one's getting reworked. I know Westy is getting removed, but yeah. Anyway, um, that is pretty much the end of the podcast. It's been two hours. I'm quite sweaty, as you can probably tell from my very shiny face. The lights do a good job at not making it look as bad as it possibly could be. Um, but it, it, it's not good. It's very not good. Um, yeah. It, it be, yeah. <laughs> I should just turned the air conditioner on, to be honest. Anyway, um, that's going to be it for me. Uh yeah, next week I guess is 108, and we still don't have good internet, so we're still gonna be doing what we're gonna be doing. Um yeah, and uh, I don't really have anything else to say. Uh, main channel, Brady Robinson. I do Linux videos. You probably know that because you're probably from there. But hey, maybe you've discovered the uh, the podcast as a standalone thing, and if you have, that's cool. Uh, I've got my gaming channel, Brady Robson Plays, where right now. All that is going to it is clips because I cannot stream because the internet fucking sucks. And uh, this channel, I have the podcast as a video release if you're just listening to the audio version. and That is on YouTube. And then on, if you want the audio release, that is available wherever you can find audio podcasts. You know, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever else you listen to podcasts. Spotify, that one. Um, Yeah, that's going to be it for me. So, I'm out.